Larry Norfleet and his band, Branded Bluegrass, received nine nominations at the Spigma Awards ceremony this past February in Nashville, Tennessee. The Kokomo, Indiana-based band leader is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Thanks for tuning in to Americana Music Profiles. It's Season 3, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine in print and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com online. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's join in on another great conversation with one of the Americana music industry's super talented artists. Well, hi, Larry. Hello, Greg. Yeah, welcome to the podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And I'm I'm talking to you uh, from Indiana. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, Kokomo, Indiana. We're about uh, 45 minutes north of Indianapolis. Oh, great. Okay. You guys make it to the races? Uh, yeah, actually we do. Uh, we, I haven't been to the races in a few years, but uh, uh, the Brickyard race, the NASCAR race, we used to go to that uh, every year and, and check that out. And then, of course, the Indianapolis 500 is always a fun time. Yeah, I'm sure, I bet. Yeah, You ever get a chance to play there? No, we we have not. We, uh, never never even inquired about it. Uh, usually we just go down for the race to yeah. watch the race, so... <laughs> Our, our mindset was in a different different spot at the time. Yeah, I'm sure. I understand completely. Well, we just want to talk a little bit today today um, about about your music and and um, what you guys have been up to. I know you got a new record that's that's out or, or about ready to be out. Um, uh, before we kind of get into that, tell me a little bit about yourself and and how you got started in music. I, I was looking at the bio on your website and um, uh, you had a, a, a line here that was uh, intriguing. Uh, it said you started out learning to play guitar as a kid on an old harmony guitar with strings that felt like barbed wire. <laughs> I thought that was oh, kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. T- tell me about that uh, exposure to music and growing up around that and what that was like for you. Well, as kids, uh, my brother and I, he's the uh, other part of the founding member of this band. And we, we grew up down in Somerset, Kentucky, just outside of Somerset, a little town called Nancy. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to call us Nancy Boys, you can call us Nancy Boys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, we grew up down there, and uh, my dad would have uh, these weekend jams and uh, have all these buddies over. And, of course, you know, here we was just, just little fellows and had a guitar and, a, and mandolin and stuff, and we'd get around, and that old harmony guitar, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it was one of those little starter guitars that uh, your your folks don't care for you to uh drop or anything right, yeah. and i tell you what the walmartin right it was, <laughs> oh my goodness it was it was a terror for for your for your fingers i mean it they were those strings were terrible yeah yeah the uh i i, I guess if, if you could get through that then then you knew you could probably play the guitar at some point right it, it, well yeah that's uh that's a good way to break yourself in you know if if you get through all that pain and you still love the music, you're probably bitten by that point. Yeah, yeah. And that was, uh, uh, how, how old were you when, when all of that started? Oh, gosh, I was probably, uh, at that point, I was probably eight, I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, yeah, eight, nine. Just didn't have a clue what I was doing, but other than trying to go around and make some noise and keep up with uh, Dad and all of his buddies, but uh, uh, yeah, that's well, that's been uh, quite a few years back. Now, it, it also said in your uh, information that around the age of ten, you had the chance to audition for Sun Records. Tell me, tell me about that. Oh, 
Yeah, I, uh, my mom, she, uh, she worked in the country music industry. She used to work for a guy out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky, called, his name was Mike Lumsford. And uh, yeah. we would go to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, for fanfare every year. Okay. And uh, they would set up a booth, and, you know, we got to meet all the big stars. And she, you know, she, she knew, had a lot of connections and knew a lot of people. And the hotel that we stayed at, um, Sun Records was doing a uh, having an open audition at the time, and uh, so I, you know, I thought, what the heck, you know? So I went in with my guitar and sat down, and uh, I think I played, uh, if I remember right, I played uh, House of the Rising Sun, and uh, I believe Tom Dooley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at, at age ten, did you did you really have any idea of? of the history of Sun Records and, and, you know, what that meant to get a chance to do that? You know, I, I didn't have a clue. Okay. Not a clue. Yeah. And, and I ended up not being the next Justin Bieber, you know, I yeah. wasn't that guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I didn't have a clue, uh, you know, the importance of Sun Records. And, and, uh, although I, you know, I was a huge Elvis fan growing up and I should, I probably should have known that. Uh, sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, uh, it was, you know, looking back on the past, you know, and the things that I've got to got to do as a kid like that, it's uh, it's pretty a uh, pretty humbling and amazing, you know. At the same time, you know, for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. They they say your your path finds you more than you find your path. So, um, uh, you know, that that kind of lines up with that pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you said that that in the early days for you it was more along the lines of country at some point you you kind of found your way into bluegrass um so tell me how your career in, in bluegrass began okay well we you know like i said you know my mom she worked in the country music field and and uh, we was uh we was actually exposed to uh uh jim and jesse uh they actually oh, yeah. had a booth right next to uh my my mother's booth okay. mike lunsford uh-huh so we got to sit down with uh, Jim and Jesse, you know, and, and played some music with those guys at Fanfare. And, and I believe that's probably what rooted it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we got to play with uh, Randy Franks. I don't know if you know who Randy Franks is, mm-hmm. great fiddle player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also Mike Snyder. Uh, so being exposed to, you know, the banjo and the mandolin and, and stuff uh, at Fanfare is probably, you know, what attracted us to the music and then we lived in indiana at the time you know mm-hmm. and uh with my with my mother we moved up uh, to indiana when i was 12 years old uh, and you know with bean blossom you know the sure big yeah bill monroe mecca bluegrass festival right right you know we would go down and and attend that and you know once you attend a bluegrass festival if you got any inkling of uh you know music in you you're you have to be drawn to right it. sure yeah 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 that whole festival environment is um uh it's it's unlike any other type of event and and you're right if uh it's very contagious oh it is it's 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 just it's a wonderful thing you know the bluegrass community that's a lot of people that i introduce to bluegrass you know i just tell them say you know this is an extended family and once they attend you know they're you know kind of uh uh, hesitant to do it at first, but once they attend, it's you know they're they're just full in. After yeah, that. It's, yeah. It's, it's so inviting and great people in the bluegrass community. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, you know, this is all I guess you know pre high school high school days. Uh, 
playing in and out of bands at that point? When, when did it become when did it become something that that looked like you wanted to pursue as a you know as a as a life thing? Well, we uh, my brother and I we we played all around Indiana and Kentucky with uh, with some bands you know like I said back in high school and um, we uh, then life set in on us and we we got jobs and family and yeah and once you know probably uh, I'm guessing around ten years ago uh, we you know decided to uh, you know kind of make a little push at it and then the more that we started pushing the the more we liked it and. And um, I'm thinking it was 2011, you know, we, we went and we did a debut CD. Mm-hmm. Even though we'd been playing forever, we hadn't recorded anything. We did a debut CD titled uh, Simple Days. Mm-hmm. And we recorded that down in uh, Strunk, Kentucky with uh, Randy Jones, who was the mandolin player for Lonesome River Band. Sure, yeah. And, um, you know, we, we decided we'd make a little push at it. Loved what happened. You know, we got some, uh, some good uh, airplay with that and just things have just kind of taken off we recorded a, a second cd and uh released that uh, last year and uh we recorded that with uh clay hess mm-hmm. uh, over at uh hayes studio productions in batavia yeah Ohio. okay and that is that has done real well for us and uh since then we've uh we've signed a uh, on with a booking agent publicist which is uh, melanie wilson with wilson pickens sure. productions yeah. and and uh, man, it's been kind of a, a blur, kind of dizzying with, <laughs> with how things, quick things has been going, and yeah. and we can't be you know uh, thankful enough you know for all the opportunities that's been handed to us, uh, you know, with all the hard work that Melanie's doing for us. Now, this uh, are, are you guys now doing this full time, or are you still trying to hold down some some jobs in the process of this? Right now, we're still trying to hold down jobs. We're uh, my my brother is getting close to where he can retire, and uh, you know who likes working, right? Sure. You know, so if he <laughs> retires, I may just quit and let's say, hey, let's go do it yeah, you know, full right, time and right. and <laughs> and just hit it full force. Ride the uh, wave while it's up, right? <laughs> absolutely. You know, yeah. with, with the momentum that you know the way things are going right now, you know, we just came from uh, stigma out yeah. of uh, Nashville and. We was nominated for nine different awards. And, That's awesome. I saw uh, that. You, you know, it's just things have just really been going well for us. And, you know, it's just uh, we're blessed. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been humbling, uh, exciting. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of baffling, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, just, we just wanted to make a little go and, you know, just kind of get out there a little bit. And, you know, now we're, you know, we're just kind of getting out there further than what we had ever expected. Sure, We've yeah. got a show coming up. This weekend, uh, matter of fact, uh, we leave uh, Friday morning for uh, Purvis, Mississippi, and uh, have a show down there, and we'll be going to Arkansas uh, later on in the year, and all over Indiana and Ohio, and it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, so you guys got a pretty full schedule right now, then. Yeah, it's and you know it just keeps we keep getting calls daily, you know, for events, and yeah. it's uh, it it is it's 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 really we're blessed. Now the the album, the current album, if I've got the name right, it's called Most Welcome. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and that's the one that's out now that you recorded a little while ago. Is that right? Yes, that's the one we recorded with uh, Clay Hess. He did the recording and sure. uh, okay. producing of, of that album. Yeah. yeah. So that's the current one out. What's uh, is there another one in the works? You guys got something else coming? Yeah, we're up? actually yes. Since uh, 
since things have, you know, have been really taken off, uh, we've met some, uh, really awesome writers and, uh, producers, um, that, uh, have been pitching, uh, music to us, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, you know, uh, I do some writing as myself and, uh, uh, we're, uh, been talking and, and getting the music ready for the uh, for the next project, and going to try to plan on getting in the studio uh, probably in the summer, maybe uh, in the fall, mm-hmm. and uh, see see how see what we can do with this next one. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned writing, and um, did you write some on this this current album, or, or some of those tracks yours? Yes, on the current album, I believe there's four okay. uh, originals that I wrote. And then the title track, Most Welcome, was uh, that was written by a good friend of mine, uh, Steve Jackson. Um, he's an MC over here, and that was actually the first song that he had wrote. Hmm. And um, he uh, he called me up. We was talking, and and uh, my son Tristan, he plays in the band, okay. and uh, he plays mandolin with us. And uh, uh, Steve thought it would be kind of a cool idea. You know, he told me he said you ought to write a song, you know, between a father and a son, you know, for you and. Yeah, sure. I thought, like, cool. yeah, that's a great idea. And next thing I know, I've got an email with lyrics in the in an attachment, and <laughs> you know, I liked what I was reading, and yeah. and so I sat down and and arranged it and put the music to it, and you know, and it's that's uh, that's really a fun song because my son sings the song, and and then I come in and sing the harmony parts with him, and mm-hmm. it's just a it's a it's an honor and a joy to get to sing that song with him. Has songwriting been something all along for you, or is that is that more new for you as being a part of the band? It's uh, it's fairly new. I there's one song on the uh, on the CD on Most Welcome. Uh, it's called "She Is the Best." Um, that is a song that I wrote when I was 14. Oh, cool! And so I've I've kind of dabbled around in it. I've got a bunch of songs started, you know, with hook lines and mm-hmm. and you know maybe one verse and just kind of got that mental block that most writers go through as I'm as I'm finding out yeah and uh you know I've kind of filed those away and and but since since we've taken a different approach to the band and and thought we'd get a little more serious and and try to make a go of things uh you know I've focused a lot more on trying to do you know this original stuff and and uh writing more songs and you know, as as right now, I've got uh, I've got three new ones wrote for the new project, oh, awesome. and like I said, we've we've been working uh, with some awesome writers and uh, pr- uh, producers that uh, have fishing us, you know, some really great music. So uh, this next this next project that we've got coming out is going to, you know, we're hoping to hit a grand slam with that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we haven't mentioned the name of the band, which is Branded Bluegrass. Have, have you guys been? branded bluegrass all along or is that uh more recent uh you mentioned the date of 2011 when you kind of started really pushing out again when did branded bluegrass become the band for you guys branded bluegrass came about at bean blossom uh in the june festival down at uh with uh bill monroe was still alive Mm. we uh went down and we had uh composed an instrumental and wanted to play it and bill got uh, my brother myself and another fellow that used to play with us, Donnie Fritz, got us up on stage, and he named the tune, and you know, and he said, "You know, you, know, you boys are branded," <laughs> and so that's how branded bluegrass came about. Yeah. So, you know, the the band has kind of got that folklore of you know having Bill Monroe all over us, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, with name 
trying to name the band and, and naming that tune. So yeah, and that happened. That was that came about in uh, I believe that was 1986. Okay, we uh, wow. played on stage down down with Bill. Yeah, well, that's cool. It's kind of uh, my next question is kind of. Uh, it's it's funny how serendipity kind of comes around. We we've got um, uh, there's a new album out that uh, was a tribute to, to Mac Wiseman, and we've got some story uh, content running with him in the in the upcoming issue that we're working on. And I see here where you had a chance to get to play with him. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was uh, that was an honor too. That I believe that was oh <clears throat> around probably nineteen. 19- 90, I believe, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, 90, 89, 90. They did a, uh, a live recording, uh, made a uh, documentary uh, down at Bean Blossom. Oh, right. It's called High Lonesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, uh, great, great show. If you, I can't tell you what the uh, the time slot is in the in the film, but uh, when Mac is, uh, you can see us uh, on stage with Mac when he's performing uh, a song, you know, because Mac never carries a band with him. Right. And, uh, you know, so he came you know, to Bean Blossom, and, you know, he was looking for some guys to play and asked if, us, if we would be interested in playing. At the time, we was playing with uh, with Mark Poe, and uh, we was called Mark Poe and the Shenandoah Valley Boys. Mm. Mark is the uh, guitar player with uh, Feller and Hill now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, uh, we, you know, we thought what an honor it would be to play, you know, for sure, with Matt yeah. Wiseman. So yeah, we yeah. accepted the, you know, and went back and we helped sell his, uh, his merchandise and, that was uh, that was a good a good lesson as far as uh, running a band and and how to merchandise and everything. So that, yeah, you know. So we're thankful for you know the the lessons that we learned from Mac as well. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So you guys have a uh, we talked a little bit a few minutes ago about some things that you've got coming up. Is is this going to be a full full summer for you guys? Do you have a, a you know typical type of a touring schedule? What's it look like for you? Uh, you know, between now and and it, when you think you're going to be heading into the to the studio for another project, we're we're getting uh, calls. Like I said, we're getting calls every day um, for for gigs, and we're looking at probably pushing somewhere between fifty to seventy uh, events for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is you know for for guys that's still holding down a job that's that's pretty busy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so once uh, once fall comes, um, we're you know, trying to shoot for that summertime so mm-hmm. we can, mm-hmm. you know, kind of work our way into it. But summer's pretty busy with the festivals and um, and with weddings. And we, we play a lot of weddings around here. We get a lot of calls for Oh, those. yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so, you know, I mean, you're you're in the Midwest up here, and, and who would have thought, you know, a bluegrass at a wedding, but... <laughs> we uh, we have a lot of fun when we play when we go to these fest or go to these weddings and play and it's just uh, and it's you know and it, it's also it's it's an honor to be part of someone's special day like that you know and for to get an invite to hey will you come play my wedding is uh, it's 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 a, it's a great thing but yeah we're looking we're looking at a pretty full schedule um, and you know so it, it's probably going to be closer to the fall when we get into the studio mm-hmm. get everything you know, ironed out and get our music uh, down good and tight where um, it'll be uh, CD ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that seems to be a new trend uh, of of young couples hiring bluegrass bands. And, I, you know, I, I, I think it speaks to the popularity of of uh, string music today and, and uh, not just bluegrass, but, uh, you know, the roots and 
um, you know, mountain jam type bands, all those types of music seem to really be resonating with the younger audiences. And, uh, you know, we've even seen that here on the East Coast that a lot of young couples bring uh, bluegrass and string-based bands in to, as part of the entertainment for their wedding guests, which is really cool because guys like yourself get to expose your music to people who may not tune in otherwise. And so it's kind of neat to be able to make some new fans. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and that's, that's being here in the Midwest, you know, over on the East coast and the South, you know, it's, it's probably a little more, uh, accepted, I mm-hmm. guess is the word I'm kind of looking <laughs> for, you know, being here, it's, uh, it's not as, uh, not as prominent as a sure. uh, genre of music. And, you know, so when we get a call, we're like, heck yeah, we're going to come do it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, we, we have such a blast and, and, uh, it's always a, uh, a good time and, Make it make a lot of good uh, uh, friendships out yeah. of that as well. So people want to get in touch with you. They want to get a copy of your CD. They want to reach out and uh, learn some more information. What's the best way for people to get in touch? They can reach us at uh, on our website brandedbluegrass.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. That's another way to uh, get a hold of us. Our CDs are available uh, from the website. Uh, or you can also find those at uh, CD Baby, and it's also available on iTunes. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. Good talking to you today. Hey, you too, and uh, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, look forward to doing it again. If we get this new CD out, maybe we can talk again. Great. Love to. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Inside Track. We sure do appreciate you sticking around. Join us again real soon when we get together with another great artist and talking about their music. Have a great day. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.